This is your host, Sawyer. This is where I say it, the way it is. Societal issues. Inspiration. Global crises. This is Sawyer's podcast on society, coming to you now. Hey everyone, I hope you're all doing well today, and thanks for tuning into the fourth episode of Source Podcast on Society. This is your host, Sawyer Burke. So, you know, this is this topic is something that I've actually been thinking about lately, and I'm going to be talking about it today because I believe it's critical for all of us to be aware of. So if you often, like, watch the news or listen to the radio or maybe even read through the newspaper, papers like I do, I'm sure you're aware that democracy and freedom are declining across the world at a pretty rapid pace. So if you go check out the Freedom House page, which is an organization that is about expanding human rights across the world, you'll notice on the map that every year global freedom decreases a little bit more than the year before. And each day that goes by, the tensions between countries around the world are definitely increasing. They're getting greater, the tension, to almost a breaking point. Because with Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the ongoing tensions between China and Taiwan and North Korea's consistent tests of nuclear weapons, part of their nuclear weapons development program, and then the situation in Iran, the West and the oppressive nations are at the highest peak in tension since the Cold War. And with all this occurring in the world, I think it's important that we all get a message. To start off, I'll just talk a little bit about democracy and dictatorship, like the differences. So with your democracy, it's pretty much, in simple terms, citizens governing themselves, and they get to elect politicians and all members of the government who are in power. And then you got your dictatorship, And there's several different types, like you got your communism, you got your militarism, imperialism, fascism, etc. Which is pretty much a government that controls the people of their country, and most of the citizens don't have much choice in anything. They have to go along with what the leader says, and they don't vote for who represents them. So human rights are something that every person, every human being is born with. And every human being on the planet is entitled to because we are meant to be in a society where our basic rights and liberties, our religion, our sex, and our gender are respected. But unfortunately, that isn't the case in a lot of countries across the world. So if you don't know, the United Nations has a Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And this started because after the discovery of the atrocities and war crimes committed by the Nazis during the Second War, the United Nations created the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And this was to help try and prevent genocide and to stop future generations from having to live through the brutality of war and armed conflict. And to name some of the human rights me and you and all of us are entitled to, as we have the freedom to be able to speak and express our opinions on our beliefs, 
and stand up for justice. We have the freedom of religion to believe what we want for religion. We have the freedom of press. We have the right to vote for our leaders and government. The freedom to lead the country of mobility. The freedom to be free from cruel and inhumane torture. The freedom to be free from slavery. And to be free from discrimination. And there's many more in those. But those are the ones that you often hear. And I feel like some people don't sometimes like lose sight of why our human rights are so important. But human rights are there to help protect everything that makes our life valuable. And pretty much makes our life worth living. It's also put in place to try and stop people and oppressive governments that are trying to discriminate against certain people. Maybe based off of uh, religion, race, or sexual orientation, or gender, or just anything. Whatever their ideology is. Human rights are there to defend our rights and our freedoms. And the hopes with, with this de declaration when they created it was that human rights abuses across the world would decrease. Not like disappear, but decrease and try and prevent such genocide that occurred. And that we can hold accountable all those who have and give justice. Because when we, when we are not solo, but instead we are united together, we are much stronger. And we can work together to stop inhuman and cruel acts. And we are once again being challenged by authoritarian regimes and leaders and oppressive countries and rogue states like we have been in the past. And like if you were to go, let's say, read up on what life is like in a country maybe such as North Korea or China. The people living there are heavily oppressed and freedom is non-existent. Like, they probably don't even know what human rights even is. Because censorship is often used by the government to stop citizens from speaking out against the country, the regime, and protesting against violations of human rights, and to stop people from seeking justice. Like in North Korea, the government doesn't allow North Koreans to leave the country. Yet they can't even easily be able to travel from one community or city to another like we can here in Canada, or in America, or in England, or in any democratic nation. And protests and riots are crushed quickly by police and military forces. And people are killed for doing something as simple as accessing something from outside their country, a residence, or privately speaking out against the government. And if you haven't, if you've, let's say, you committed a crime, you are denied to have the right to defense. So you have a unfair trial. And the reason why is sometimes they're jailing people for something that isn't a crime, but could be just like a basic human right. And through not having a lawyer and stopping free speech, it isn't possible for you to speak out against it. And even if you were, you'd be heavily tortured and punished and jailed for it. And it, my friend, if you're into politics like me, and I will tell you, there's only one system to accept in a country ruled by dictatorship. It's not like here in Canada where you got your Liberal Party, you got your NDPs, and your, and your Conservatives, your Greens, People's Party. Or if you're in America, then you got your mainly Democratic and Republicans. In countries that are ruled by dictators, there's only one choice on the ballot. 
and that is the name of the leader. Like in North Korea, they do surprisingly have elections, but the only politician really on the ballot is Kim Jong-un. In some countries, elections don't even exist. The government just chooses who they want, and the leader in power previously just chooses who he wants to be the next leader. So citizens are pretty much forced to live under someone. So someone's representing them even though they didn't really get to choose, which is unfair, and that's, that's not right. But the worst thing of all is genocide or murder of a people based off of their religion, their race, their sexual orientation, gender. Events in the past like this were, let's say, the Holocaust, with the Nazis murdering 6 million Jewish people and, the, and mass murder of just different ethnicities across Europe. And even today, after the U.S. military evacuated, like Afghanistan in 2021, the Taliban took over the country. The Taliban has a hatred for women. And women and girls are forbidden to go to school. And if you have a job, then you have got to quit it, quit it. Pretty much. You can't have a job if you're a woman. And worse of all, they have been killing females in the streets. Because you weren't covering yourself up enough. And another country in the situation is Iran. Where they're literally killing protesters. Because they're just trying to protest against the regime's oppression and murder. Because one day, like I think in December for me, it was at night time and I was just reading through some of the top news articles of the day, as I often do. And as I'm going through my stream, all of a sudden I came across an article on CNN about how Iran had hung a young man off a crane because he was protesting. And since then there have actually been several more executions. And I was just sickened beyond belief when I heard that. You're basically killing your own people that you're governing because they're protesting for justice and just to have their freedoms back. All they want is just to be treated like humans, not animals. They want to feel like they're accepted and loved. And freedom of protest is a human right in the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. So what's the reason? The only reason is to eliminate people who disagree with them and to silence people so that the regime can maintain their grip on power. That is the their absolute only reason to be doing this. And that is not a reason. And after, after, like, after hearing all of this info on life in those countries and the decline of global freedom, I would like to ask you to understand that authoritarian leaders are getting thirsty for power and for territory and for money. They're killing their own people and others and causing wars and threatening other nations in search of their own personal interests. The truth is that dictators have no value in human life. Never have, they never will. Because it doesn't matter how many people die or suffer. As long as they achieve their goal and hit the target, they're happy. And that's the one thing in common with all those dictators. They all have an extreme lack of compassion and empathy. And that's why make murdering people and taking away their basic human rights and not allowing them to actually be themselves seems okay. Because they can't, they're unable to put themselves in that person's shoes. All they care about is their greed for power and money. So now that I've like rambled on for a long time about 
the climbing, declining like human rights and freedom around the world. The question now is, what can we do to stop this? And do you know what we need to do? And listen really well. Open your ears up. We rise up and we don't watch. And I found an amazing quote from Albert Einstein. And it's definitely my top three most favorite quotes, no question at all. It is, the world will not be destroyed by those who do evil, but by those who watch them without doing anything. This quote proves the point that the world becomes a dark place because of people who don't do anything to stop evil behavior and acts. Because when we are united and work with our allies, we can eliminate threats and we can stop them. In the past, our ancestors stopped evil. Just listen to the stories of our war veterans and other heroes, and they will show you courage to stand up for freedom. When enormous threats to the world were being presented, people stood up and faced enormous challenges, but they did it united and stronger than ever. And we are just as capable, if not more. The only thing that is missing in today's generations that wasn't before is just the motivation, the courage, and the strength. If we can just retrieve those three things, then we'll be able to do anything and protect our human rights for all human beings. And I think it's also good to consider and remember that if you live in a free or safe country, then you've probably had people in your past who have probably fought and died for the nation. And you might even, even have like members in your family tree in the past who have. Like here in Canada, we have veterans from several wars like the First World War, World War II, Korea, Afghanistan, and many other peacekeeping missions around the world. And at the time, they joined up to fight because there were threats and being exposed to similar ones that we were facing today. Like very similar to some of the threats and security issues that we are dealing with now. And we need to follow their legacy of courage and service in the cause of freedom and democracy. And this is a good finisher. Think about this quote. It was said by Queen Elizabeth's father, I'm pretty sure, King George. And that is, without freedom, there can be no ensuring peace. And without peace, no enduring freedom.